I doubt very much that I'm going to need the mic, but I'll go ahead and use it. God is good all the time. God is good. They say that happiness is being with those that you love. And this morning on this beautiful Sabbath, I want to say that indeed I am happy to be here with my Honoka'a family. I love being part of the family of God. In Psalms 144, it reads, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Where there is love, there is happiness, and God is love. Thank you, Auntie Linda, for that blessing. Thank you for the warm welcome. Um, it is an honor and a pleasure to serve the Lord by delivering his message today. I want you to turn to your neighbor. Just tell your neighbor, God loves you and I love you. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we come before you humbly before the throne of grace. Hide me behind the cross of Jesus. Let your Holy Spirit speak words of wisdom that someone might be touched and brought closer to you. Let us have the cloak of righteousness that we might be saved. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. The title of my message this morning is 5W. In the world of the internet, there are so many acronyms. Help me out now. LOL, laughing out loud. TTYL, talk to you later. ILY, I love you. TGIF, thank goodness or thank God it's Friday. R-O-T-F-L, that's one I just learned. Rolling on the floor laughing. I kind of like that one. And one of the most famous, W-W-J-D. What would Jesus do? Well, see, 5W, it's not creative. It simply means the five W's. Who, what, where, when, and why. The five W's as taught to us in our school years. In law enforcement, the five W's are the basic tools in solving any crime. Who done it? <clears throat> Who was involved? What happened? Where did it happen? When did it happen? And why? See, I like the why. Of the five W's, I like the why. You need the who, what, where, and when to know the why. The why is a culmination of the others. The five W's can be applied to anything. I want you to answer these simple questions. You don't have to answer it out loud. You can just answer them silently. 
who is coming? Jesus. In John 14, 3, the Lord promises, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. What will happen when Jesus comes? The righteous will go to heaven. It says in 1 Thessalonians 4, 17, we will meet him in the air. Where will saints go? To heaven with Christ. Where will the unrighteous go? Well, you can answer that as many ways as you want to, but I always say south of the last person that's going to heaven. <laughs> when will Jesus come? You can guess all you want, but nobody knows because in 1 Thessalonians 5, 2, it says he will come as a thief in the night. Now you can ask yourselves the five W's if you really want to know something. Who was Moses? What did he do? Where did it happen? When did it happen? Why did it happen? Okay, that was the lesson about two quarters ago. Here's another example. Who is Jesus? He is described many ways, but Luke 2.11 says he was the Savior that was born in the city of David. What did he do? He died that we might live. Where did this happen? On the cross. When did it happen? A long time ago. And why did it happen? Because he loved us. The five W's as it inspires me. It may inspire you differently, but as long as it inspires you to think, who will I serve today? What can I do to serve him? Where can I serve him? When? Can I serve him? Why do I serve him or why should I serve him? You may ask me, why do I serve the Lord? You may ask me, why do I serve the Lord? Is it just for heaven's game or to walk those mighty streets of gold or to hear those angels sing is it to drink from
that sweet old by and created me. Every day I am above ground. It's a good day. When I understand why I serve him, the rest is easy. Why do I serve God? You see in Mark 39, you will find my three FW. Okay, one of my three favorite words. Peace. Be still. Peace, be still. And they all said, who is this man? We're talking about the disciples that were in the boat. See, peace, be still. It has a calming effect anytime on my troubled soul when I think about peace, be still. See, the disciples were caught in the storm. Jesus was tired. He said, let's go cross over to the other side. He went to sleep in the back corner of the boat. The storms came. The tempest was raging. The disciples knew that this is it. There is no tomorrow for us. Jesus, 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 like so many of us when we're in trouble. Jesus, wake up. Jesus got up. What's going on? The storm. The storm. We will perish. We will die. And Jesus asks, where's your faith? Then he rebuked. Oh, he didn't tell the storm. He rebuked the storm in Jesus' name. And he said, peace. Be still. You see, I try to put myself in that boat. I try to put myself in the shoes of the disciples. I don't know if I would have had that faith, but just hearing those three words, peace, be still, it comforts me. Amen. The disciples cried and asked, who is this man that speaks? And the winds and the rains obey him. See, I was made by the creator and the one who at the very command speaks. And it comes to pass. It took some time, some growing up. But it did happen and I realized that only Jesus can satisfy a soul.
only Jesus can satisfy the thirsting in your soul. Only Jesus can heal. Only Jesus can comfort you. Only Jesus can solve your problems. Financial problems, mental, physical, spiritual problems. Only Jesus can save. The world can try, but eventually will fail. Why do I serve God? One of my favorite stories, I would say next to the story of King David. This is my favorite story. This story is found in John chapter 8, verses 1 through 11, and we're all familiar with that story. It tells of the Pharisees bringing a woman and throwing her down at Jesus' feet. Jesus. Moses said in the Old Testament that we are to stone her. What do you say? This woman was caught committing adultery. They said, with our own eyes, we have seen her. Now, being the smart aleck that I am, if I was there, I would have said, and what were you doing there watching? <laughs> See? But that's why Jesus is Jesus. His answer was godly. Let he who is sinless cast the first stone. Then he proceeded to write in the dirt a list of sins. Every so often he would glance up. And a multitude of accusers started to dwindle. It got to a point that no one was left. And Jesus asked the woman, where are those that accuse you? She looked up in the Savior's eyes and said, they are gone. Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. See, that story to me, it's a, I feel it in my heart because as young Christians growing up in the Christian church, we find a lot of discouragement when everybody around us wants to be a Pharisee, don't we? Okay, but this, this story, it gives hope, okay? It helps me remember to look in the mirror before I point the finger. <clears throat> Brothers and sisters, friends and family, visitors alike, the answers to the five W's are clear. We all have different answers. Who can serve God? Anyone. What can I serve him with? Good works. Where can I serve him? Anywhere. When can I serve him? Anytime. Why should you serve him? Why do you serve him? Only you can answer that question. I gave you a few reasons, examples of why I serve him. But only you can decide for yourself why you serve him. I will serve him because I love him.
who can serve God, you can. What can you serve him with? Your spiritual gifts, with your heart. Where can you serve him? In your homes, in the public, anywhere, at work, anywhere. When can you serve him? Morning, noon, and night. Why do you serve God? I hope your answer is, I serve him because I love him because he first loved me. Okay. As we think about that question, I want us all to uh, stand up, hold hands as we sing our closing song. Side by side we stand. Go ahead, church family, stand up and hold